Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust up and everybody else in between throwing it down a wicked Wednesday has a begun, begun, begun as we break it down on Sirius XM Channel 159. You know how we roll. You know how we roll. We'll welcome the AM Radio affiliates momentarily. The Rage of Redhead Cam Stewart will step up. We got a full house tonight. We're really stocked uh, tonight. Mike Blewett returns. Been too long since we've had Blewett on the program. So uh, Mike Blewett steps up. And then we got Anthony Trace from uh, Pro Football Focus. Uh, we've got all the bases covered. Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano, joins us as well. A lot of stuff to get to. We've got an international incident brewing right now down under, and I feel like we should almost get Mick Aussie on uh, right now uh, to get Mick Aussie's thoughts on the uh, the near World War III that's about to uh, about to happen. I got to tell you what, if there's one one group of people you don't want to piss off, it's the Serbs, right? It's it's the Serbs. Um, so Novak Djokovic. You know, he's the defending champion of the Australian Open. And the Australian, you know, so he arrived in Australia believing that he had an exemption because he's non-vaxxed. He's an anti-vaxxer, right? So, uh, you know, he's been vocal about it since the onset. And he was also bitching. You know, listen, Novak Djokovic is, let's, for lack of a better term, he's a douche, okay? He's a douchebag. Uh, let's just call it out for us. He's a great tennis player. Right, he really is. He's been like out of all tennis players, he might you know, I've kind of trusted him more than anyone. Like he's made me a lot of money over the years. I used to bet him a lot. But whatever, he you know, he's a jerk. So he just is. So he thought he had a medical exemption. And evidently he does not. Right? So not only does he not, but he's got a problem right now. Because he's basically unvaxxed and arrived into their country. In other words, so, yeah, you got to be quarantined or you, you know, you've got to leave. And, you know, listen, he's a celebrity. I don't know. The gist of it I get is that the Australian Open people told him, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. And I think there's a reason why he tried to slide in in the middle of the night in Australia. And I think there was a backlash. Listen, I saw him you know, posting a video of him on my way to Australia. It looked like he was on like a private plane type of thing. And there was the immediate people like, aren't you not vaxxed? Right? And so this it's, it's, it's a public relations. I mean, it's, this is politics right now. Hell, the Serbian president was pissed off. Novak Djokovic's father was threatening like uh, violence earlier. We'll fight them, fight them in the streets and stuff like that. Whatever, dude. Yeah, it's not your God-given right to play in a tennis tournament. 
Yeah, if, if, if you're in a country that will let you in without being vaxxed, then, hey, it's the Australian Open. It's not the Novak uh, Djokovic uh, Open. I don't feel any sympathy for him. Um, as it is right now, I guess he's in a hotel, and um, he wants to appeal, but I don't really know who he's going to appeal to. It's, it's their country, right? It's their, Like I said, maybe if Novak was like a cool dude, I'd have more sympathy for him, but he's not. <laughs> so I don't. But I really don't have a lot of sympathy for a lot of people. It's like the fat-ass Eagle fans that fell over the guardrail. Oh, they didn't ask us if we were okay. What do you want, a medal? (laughs) The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Fortridge. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. We've got a full house uh, tonight. All right, Anthony Trace is going to join us uh, from Pro Football Focus. We've got the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, throwing it down as he does with us every wicked Wednesday. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babana, we'll talk football uh, with uh, Babana. We'll talk NHL hockey uh, with the crew uh, this evening. Mike Blewett throws it down with us. So, listen, there's a lot of stuff uh, to get to. We'll get to the picks. We're going to get to the games. Golf is back, so we've got a bunch of golf picks for you this evening. It's the Century Tournament of uh, Champions in Hawaii. And um, we'll, we'll break down the props, the matchups, and everything else in between. Uh, Antonio Brown has released a statement pertaining to his um, release uh, by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty interesting read, uh, actually, in which he details exactly what happened from his Uh, point of view and his uh, perspective in which he is saying that basically he didn't quit. He was told he was told to leave and that he did right? that he did what they asked him uh, to do. Um, So we'll, we'll get into that. Aaron Rodgers. Well, you know, this Justin Aaron Rodgers doesn't like you and um, he's upset. Aaron Rodgers is going like, I I guarantee you Aaron Rodgers watched the last dance. Okay. That's what I'll tell you what. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers only last to watch the last dance, but he's like, yeah, I like this. I like this. So, you know, wasn't it crazy? We were just talking about Aaron Rodgers last night, and I was saying about how he needs to sort of manufacture a victim, um, you know, and he needs to manufacture an enemy, and he needs to manufacture sort of a controversy, and then he feeds off of it. Right, it's very, it's very political like. It's very media like, you know. Like we talk about, like the media making up fake ass rumors and then throwing it out there, and then debating the rumor that they started like it was a real story in the first place. That's what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Like Aaron Rodgers sort of starts these little mini controversies and then feeds off them. Like if you're Aaron Rodgers, what the hell do you care what some dude is voting for? You know, didn't you say everybody's free to their opinion? But if you don't like their opinion, they're a bum that nobody's ever heard of. The late night anger management class. This is Sportridge. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. Whoa, yeah! Late night anger management class. This is Sportridge. Speaking of, oh yeah, David Lee Roth has canceled his tour, and um, it's too bad. It's his farewell tour. 
It's sort of like my 20th anniversary tour. Me and David Lee Roth getting screwed over at the same time. He wants to have a farewell tour. And um, he was supposed to play Vegas. And he's playing L.A. He's playing a bunch of places. And um, Omicron is shutting a, a lot of the dates down. But the thing is, he's 68. And it doesn't appear as though he's in like a re a re redo mode. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, he basically sort of insinuates. He said, yeah, well, that's that. Too bad. <laughs> I'm thinking, really? Are you going to go out like this, Dave, after all this? But I can sort of see him doing that, too, and saying, well, you know, hey, it is what it is. I think he's. I think the Vegas show is rescheduled. I'm not sure about the other dates. We'll get to that. So before we bring the Raging Red at Camp Stewart in, let me just get to this here. So Antonio Brown has re- released a statement, and it's pretty detailed, actually, and you know what? There's a hell of a lot to unpack here. First of all, I'd like to express my gratitude to the Buccaneers, uh, the Bucks fans, and my teammates. The Bucks helped me return to a productive football after I had difficulties and could have ended my career. We worked together to resolve those difficulties, and I always appreciate that. Being part of a Super Bowl championship team and then a contender uh, is a dream come true. I make mistakes. I'm working on myself. And I do have positive influences around me. But one thing I don't do is shy away from playing hard on the field. No one can ever accuse me of not giving my all on every play. Because of my commitment to the game, I relented to pressure directly from my coach to play injured. Despite the pain, I suited up. The staff injected me with what I now know is a powerful and sometimes dangerous painkiller that the NFLPA has warned teams against using. I gave it my all for the team. I played it until it was clear that I could not use my ankle uh, to safely perform to my playing responsibilities. On top of that, the pain was extreme. I took a seat on the sideline, and the coach came up to me very upset and shouted, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I told him it's my ankle. He already knew that. It was well documented, and we discussed it. He then ordered me to get back on the field. I said, coach, I can't. He didn't call for medical attention. Instead, he shouted at me, you're done, while he ran his finger across his throat doing a cutthroat. Coach was telling me if I didn't play hurt, then I was done with the Buccaneers. I didn't quit. I was cut. I didn't walk away from my brothers. I was thrown out. Um, uh, being, uh, Being fired on the sideline for having a painful injury was bad enough. And then now comes their spin. Coach denies it on national television. He knew about my ankle. That's 100% inaccurate. Not only did he know I missed several games with the same injury, he and I exchanged texts day before the game where he clearly acknowledged my injury. He obviously knew uh, I, I, I was on the injury list. The general manager acknowledged after the game in a text message to my camp that the coaching staff did know about my ankle injury. All right, it just goes on here. Uh, I know we were losing to the Jets, and it was frustrating to all of us, uh, but I could not make football plays on that ankle. Yes, I walked off the field, but there's a major difference between uh, between launching from the line and taking, uh, taking hits compared to jogging off the field with a rush of emotions going through your mind. I'm reflecting on my decision, but there was a trigger. The trigger was someone telling me I'm not allowed to feel pain. I acknowledge uh, my past, but that does not make me a second-class citizen. My past does not forfeit my right to be hurt heard when I'm when I'm in pain first they cut me now they cage me instead of asking uh, how I feel 
or getting to the bottom of what happened. The team texted my camp promoting a totally false narrative that I randomly acted out uh, without any explanation. They even told us, don't try to spin this any other way. Yes, I have things to work out, but the worst part has this been the Bucks' repeated effort to portray this as a random outburst. They are telling people that I walked off. No, I did not walk off. I was cut, and then I went home. They threw me out like an animal, and I refused to wear their brand on my body, so I took their jersey off. As part of an ongoing cover-up, they're acting like it was I, was, uh, I wasn't cut, and now they're demanding... Uh, that um, I see a doctor of their choice to examine my ankle. What they did not know is that uh, Monday morning I had an urgent MRI done on my ankle and shows a broken bone fragments uh, in my ankle. The ligament is torn in my bones and my cartilage loss, which are beyond painful. You can see the bone bulging from the outside, um, and that must be repaired. The MRI has been read, and he starts to name off the doctors. He goes on to say, I love the Buccaneers. I really do. I love my teammates who showed uh, me nothing but grace and always believed in me. I gave the Bucs everything I had on the field. With what the organization doing now uh, needs to get cleaned up. And I do not understand how people publicly claiming to be concerned about my mental health could be doing these things to me in private. Once my surgery is complete, I'll be 100% and I look forward to next season. Business going to be booming. Antonio Brown. Cameron Stewart steps up and in. I'll give you the first crack at it, Cam. What do you think of AP's uh, comments here? One thing that stuck out to me is about the painkiller and the drug that they gave him that nobody brings up. He could have been whacked out as well, bro. Like, you know what I mean? As he stated, like you're giving these guys powerful drugs during a game. Lot to unpack here with what AB just said. Well, yeah, there's a lot to unpack, but I'll tell you one thing. He sought a lawyer, and I'll tell you one thing. If they have those text messages and they have Buccaneers staff acknowledging his injury, uh, he's got a nice case. That's the whole thing. We, we You can say what you want about Antonio Brown, and you know what? Uh, the, I didn't like the way at the end, like the dancing afterwards or whatever, but, you know, that's that's kind of what he does, Marenzi. But here's the thing. Bruce Arians, is, I'm not going to let Arians get off the hook. He lied about picking this guy up. He said, are we going to pick you up on the team? No, he goes on the team. Like, Bruce Arians gets a free pass all the time. I'm this jolly good Santa Claus guy. And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's a bunch of BS. I'm not the biggest Antonio Brown fan. I think he's got a great skill set. We talked to him before. But I'm going to tell you, if he's got documented proof and x-rays and a good lawyer, it sounds like he's got a case. Yeah, I don't think he's, he's – I don't think he wants to sue anybody. I, it doesn't sound like he's he's going down that route. But there are two sides to every story, and there's always more than two sides uh, to every story. With, uh, with 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 AP, you know, could have been handled differently. Yes, but I like I said, I think I think the medication. I think he sort of lets that let that be known a little bit that I now know what triggered me, and, and you know, listen, man, the 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 Tampa Bay Buccaneers and NFL teams, they know it's a lot like Cam, like the lockouts and like salary stuff and all this other stuff. They know the, the the media and the fans will always blame the player, right? And because of A.B.'s yep. reputation and because of what he's done in the past. And look, A.B. acknowledged that in his statement saying, I know I've made mistakes, but doesn't make me a second-class citizen. I uh, I think I think there's both sides are right here. I bet you that the Buccaneers are jerks and didn't care about them. But that's the whole thing. That's what they pay you for, right? That they don't care about your body, Cam. And I think he saw that. And another thing is, if he knew, if AB knew, right, that all right, I'm screwed. Like basically, my ankle's screwed. 
I don't want to play for these guys anymore anyways, and my season's done. So he quit in spectacular fashion, Cam. He probably will be back next year. Yeah, no, I, I, I would never bet against him. I'll tell you that, buddy. But now this is, it runs deeper too. And can you really blame the guy if he was hurt? If you said, listen, man, I can't go in there. And, and they say, you got to go in. Is that his fault? That's another thing, right? You got to think about your future. People talk about Barry Sanders and other guys who retired early. They did it on their terms. So I don't know. I think the Buccaneers, you know, Gabe, the way these guys work. It's like horses, right? It's, it's, you give them the extra juice. Like, does he need that stuff? It, it's like, yeah, we got to finish first. We got to do this. We got to do that. And uh, what happens? Someone Sometimes these uh, the, the the horses die because they gave too much. Yeah, I think it's very, exactly. very dangerous what kind of world we're living in right now. We don't know the whole story. I'm not Dr. Nick Riviera, nor are you, but I can tell you one thing. I kind of see both sides as well. And uh, I'm just going to say one thing, though. I'm sick and tired of Arians getting a free pass all the time. It, this I think he's part of the problem. You know, the thing is, and I can't disagree. Look, I lost all respect for Arians uh, a while ago. But the thing is, if, if you're Antonio Brown... People think, oh, he's crazy and he gave up the bonuses and stuff. Well, whatever. Maybe he knew. There's there no bonus coming because my ankle is whacked. And I'm not going to completely destroy it for these people when I probably won't be on their team next year. That's a good point. The Late Night Anger Management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Oh, yeah, it's all set. They got the bug boy on. The bug boy. The little fella's been riding his heart out. They're going to break his maiden. Really? Yeah, but it's a little slow out there. It rained last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Ramsey. Michigan defensive end Aiden Hutchinson, a projected number one pick in the upcoming draft, or I, yeah, I guess he is, along with Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, Hutchinson is a slight favorite. Has declared that he's leaving Ann Arbor, and he's leaving Michigan to go play in the National Football League. And as a diehard Michigan Wolverine fan, Aiden, I'd just like to say this is a very selfish move on your behalf. Um, if you truly love the university, you would play uh, the entire four years for free and you would try to help us win a national championship. So, you know what? I wish you nothing but uh, pestilence and bad luck moving forward for sticking a knife in our back. You clearly don't love football. <laughs> you don't love the game by leaving Michigan. All kidding aside, um, all kidding aside, Aiden Hutchinson is still projected to be potentially the number one pick in the draft along with Kayvon Thibodeau, except I'll tell you what, just from a quick gambling uh, perspective, Evan Neal could be worth a look here. Evan Neal, who is the um, he's an offensive lineman. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to have the top pick in the draft. They're going to have the top pick in the draft. So um, they, you know what? I don't know if they go to, they could go offensive line to try to protect Trevor Lawrence. Um, otherwise known as um, Steffi Graf. <laughs> Let's bring in the Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart. <laughs> He does look like Steffi Graf. It's it really does. Man. It really like it's actually stupid. <laughs> whatever happened? Whatever happened with Andre Agassi and uh, Steffi Graf's kid? Kid's a phenom. 
Apparently, yeah, but it, uh, I, I, I haven't heard anything recently, but yeah, the kid was supposed to be like some phenom, right? Like, I, I don't know. You're right. That's no, like a good a, point, a, actually. A football player, though. I believe, like I said, I think, I'm pretty sure the kid was a football player. I um, I met Andre Agassi. It's pretty cool, actually. He seems like a nice guy. He's um, He's actually cooler in real life, actually, than you would think. Like, he's into betting and fantasy football and, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, he was, uh, like, for sort of a mega, like I said, I met him in studio. He was in studio with us in New York. And, uh, he, like I said, he was real chill. Like, for uh, for a mega sort of mega tennis star. A lot of tennis stars can kind of be, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, pricks? Jerks? Yeah. Yeah, jerks. Uh, uh, yeah. uh uh, what's the other one looking for? Standoffish, egomaniac, egomaniac, yeah, like like Novak Djokovic when he ran into my girlfriend at the steakhouse. Like the guy thinks he's a cock of the walk here. Hey everybody, it's Novak. Roll out the red carpet, right? Oh yeah, she got in his grill real hard. Apparently he was just uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm not a big Novak joke. I, I respect his game and all, but uh, uh, I've heard a lot of stories. Uh, not not the nicest guy in the world. He's a great imitator though, Gabe. You seen his imitations and stuff? Like the guy's got talent on like wicked, wicked imitations and tennis game. But uh, other than that, uh, he's not a big fan of the human race. <laughs> he's not a big fan. Of him. So listen, he's he's the second favorite right now for the Australian Open, even though he's locked in a hotel room right now. <laughs> That's great. He's, he's plus one forty-five. <laughs> yeah, he they'll find a way to get him in. Listen, you're the ten- I used I used to bet a lot of tennis. I really did. Like I was I really into tennis, it. Tennis. I bet a lot of it. I haven't though. It's been a couple of years. I really haven't. So uh, Medvedev, he's the Medvedev. He's oh, the Daniel uh, Medvedev. Yeah, the guy's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's very plus one thirty-five. Novak's yeah. the second choice, which I don't even think he's going to play. They're not going to give him an exemption. Like I don't think they're. Yeah, I mean, they're not. Uh, Zverev, man, was a uh, Russian. Oh, thing Zverev. Alex Zverev. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zverev two plus two forty. Rafael Nadal is ten to one. Not happening. Not in Australia. Who's the other guy? Stefanos Tipidis? Uh Cispides, yeah, the the Greek Cispides? guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's an animal. That guy, a big, 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 big heavy hitter. Heavy hitter. That's why, that's why Cam's the update guy. He nails the tennis names. Yeah. <laughs> I also that's one sport me and my girlfriend. We bet together, golf and tennis. Uh, that's uh, that's what that, that's our plan. Man. We bet a lot of tennis in Vegas. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. So I've heard of the Medvev guy here. I don't know Alexander Zervev. I uh, don't know the guy. Jerev. Jerev? <laughs> yeah. No, trust me. His names suck. Jerev, <laughs> Jerev. Whatever. What are you talking about, yeah. Matthias? Come on. Yeah, Matthias. Hey, here's the, here's the, the deal. Here's about? the deal. He's still hosting the show here. It's, uh, these names are hard. Trust me. They're very, very difficult. I do updates. I well, know. they're not that. No, they're not difficult, but I don't know who they are, so I've never heard of yeah, them before. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my point. They're different. I know the Sipidus guy. I've seen his name around. Yannick Sinner. I don't know who the hell that guy is. Like, if Sinner you asked me if Yannick Sinner was a man or a woman, I would not know. Uh, that's a tough call. Yeah, Yannick is more of a yeah, Yannick Noah guy's name, but you're right. Yeah, People don't know Sinner. New, new on the scene. New on the scene. Who the hell are, man? What a week. This is why tennis, this is why men's tennis is, sucks. Like, who the hell are these people? Like, seriously. Where's Borg? Where, where's, where's McEnroe? Where's Connors? Yeah, where's yeah, Lendl? Where's Lendl? Yeah, where's where's my boy? Uh, where's Boris Becker when you need him? There's Nick Kikrios. I know uh, Mick hates him. 
85 to 1. There's oh, our boy Shapaloa. Shapaloa. Yeah. Yeah, I screw it. Was it Shapovalov? Shapovalov. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Shapovalov. Shapovalov. Yeah. I hate it. Shapovalov. Can't you just be called. Here's one. The, and the winner of the Australian Open, Mike Smith. Like, oh, here's a nice. Like, oh, here's a good. I like this guy's name. Casper Rudd. <laughs> oh, yeah, Casper Rudd. Yeah, he's I, good. I never, I never heard of this guy. Casper Rudd, yeah, never a, heard of him. Heavy hitter, big serve. Yeah. Yeah, I bet, yeah. I bet a lot of tennis. All right, that's so what there's tennis a, does, too. Is he a tennis better? I love my Who's tennis. Yeah, Matisse's oh, a country like club type kid. He's a country club. He's <laughs> a country club. Yes, yes, yes. You guys come, oh, I'm like, sorry. I don't hang with the country Jeeves. club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shaking, not stirred, uh, Jeeves. Speaking of which, where, where's Babano, anyways, this guy? Oh, I wasn't late. Oh, I know. I'm not. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, no, Listen, I don't know. I'm not going to complain. I've been filling in for Blessing. I've been working since like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It's 12 o'clock here. I got to be honest with you. Babano being late is kind of upsetting me today, and I'm a big fan. I've been working all day uh, for three days in a row, and I always make my time. You know that. There's one thing about Cam Stewart. I might make some bad picks sometimes, but I'm always on time. You You're like Antonio Brown. Haircut. Yeah, You're like exactly. Antonio Brown. Say what you will. You've made a lot of mistakes, but you always give it your all when you're on the field. You're on the air. <laughs> you're like Aunt Davey. Um It's true. All right, so I know the women a little bit. So Ashley Barty, she's the favorite at plus. So who's yeah, your men's Ash pick? Who's your men's pick to win this thing? I'd go with Medvedev, even though he's. I, I want. I'd like two to one, but he he's the best. Uh, if you're looking for a dark horse, Sinner, Sinner's younger, but he he's moving up the ranks pretty good. Those are the guys I go with. With the ladies, uh, Simona Halep, well, I'm not sure if she can win the Aussie Open. Uh, who else you got? So, Ash Barty, keep go with the ladies. I'll give you an underdog. So Ash, Ashley Barty is plus 480. Naomi, oh, Naomi Osaka is back. Six to one. Pass. I don't All want right. anything to do with that chick. <laughs> kind of harsh no it's Sabalenka. not harsh at all actually anyway i'm not going to get into it whatever Sabalenka, you don't trust betting yeah. on her you're saying sabalenka 14 to 1 never like, heard of her i love that's a great bet sabalenka is awesome i love this girl's game i think she's great once in a while she'll have a mental breakdown but other than that like she's really really good like talent wise like i've seen her choke a couple times but you know 14 to 1 i can so I, you're I, saying I she's like ab too she's like ab um yeah, yeah, a very yeah, yes yes true i don't know any of these tennis players anymore iga swiatek oh yeah swiatek uh know who the craziest chick is i know and, i've uh, heard her uh, gabrine magruza Annette Conavite. Magaruza. Magaruza. And then the, there's another girl uh, from Greece that will literally, she'll take, Marancy, if you went up to her, she would like box your face and she's so tough. She, she is ripped. Um, I'm trying to think of her name. Keep on going and I'll tell you who it is. Keep keep the list going. She's next, bro. Uh, you got Gabrine Magaruza. Sakiri. Sakiri? That's. Uh, uh, okay, hold on. We got uh, Annette Conavelt, Simona Halep, Paula Bedosa, yeah, Barbara Ketrakova. What, but Paula Bardosa? No. It's Sarkiri. Sakiri. Uh, Maria Sakiri. Yeah, that's the oh, chick. She'll she's kill anybody. 23 to 1. That girl, no, she's not going to win, but I'll tell you, if there was an MMA <laughs> fight for tennis players, she's a lock. Who's the hottest one? That's what I want to know. Uh, that's uh, a good question. Layla Fernandez is she Canadian? Is the latest? Yeah, is she, she is. Canadian. Yeah, yeah, she's the yeah yeah she's like yeah she's the girl yeah she's the girl. Oh, okay, but Bano. 
So, Babana, what's the what's the what's the deal tonight? Don't give us what 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 happened. You got phone problems? You coming home from the curling club? You and the boys playing curling tonight? What, what's what's going on? No, no curling. Yeah, was soup I kitchen. I got the DS's voicemail when I got called. I don't know what that was, but you know what you do when you get the voicemail? You keep calling. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's what I figured. I said I'm calling the number instead. I'm... So I'm here now. <laughs> What's up? Hey, wow, buddy. Babano. Yeah. All right. You know what the best thing about Babano is, Gabe? You can't even get mad at him because he's so he's such a friendly fella. Like, oh, we're not paying him, so no, I can't. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's another thing. He's not getting. Yeah. Oh, he's not getting a check. Neither am I. <laughs> it's okay, we're on that boat. Yeah, this is this is called my extra. This is extra. There's no pay here. Yes. Paycheck. <laughs> It's a labor of love. It's a labor of love. For most of us. <laughs> labor of love. Nice. It's, fair, it's, fair, it's a fair statement. Yeah, very yeah, we'll fair. see you with Ben. Well, what's your woman's uh, Australian Open tennis pick? What's your tennis guy say? <laughs> oh, I, uh, no, I haven't gotten anything yet, so. <laughs> to be TBD. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, I'm a fan. Paula Badosa, let's go. My money, I'm all in. Paula Badosa. Uh, you know, one thing about tennis players is you got to look at their Instagram and stuff like that. They look very different on the court cam than they do on the beach and stuff. Uh, I'll yeah, tell you that. Points. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, it's true. Me and uh, me and Matthias were just talking off. Uh, Muguruza is our girl. Like, it's it's a, it's a done deal. Signed, sealed, delivers. That's, That's your bet. on. Yep. Muguruza, 14 yep. to 1. Sold. Isn't Ashley Barty Australian? Yeah, that's kind of the thing. Uh, Ashley Barty could <laughs> no, win, but her odds, her odds are so good. No, I she's know, but too. yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, she is. A, no, she's a good. Stress. She's good, but she's not unbeatable. Like, she can be beat, but yeah, she's good, real good. All right, real good. Uh, Ian Cameron now with us. Yeah, but bam. All right, let's get into the golf. Golfers ready to go. People are very excited. Oh. Golf. <laughs> golf. Time for the Hawaii patient. swing. And normally, I tell him to settle down, but he's very patient. He's like, all right, yeah, all right, yeah, right actually, let's roll. Yeah, Goxer, Goxer's a great guy, too. Yeah, he's very, very solid. Yeah. Hey, Goxer's golf show on Pub Sports Radio is growing. He's got three people on it now, so good to see that. <laughs> Thank I love you, Bano. The battle's the best. Actually, Bano's you know what? Last, nice last so week. <laughs> It's always got three people. So let me I ask. Just love this. Yeah, it's like, so let me let me ask you something. Let me let me let me ask you something, man. So okay, yeah, last week Babano said he thinks he's funny. I said, no, you're not funny. I said you're funny because you're not funny, but you think you're like you're not. But I will, I will. He is That's funny. funny. I, I, I think so. Ah, but he doesn't have funny jokes. He doesn't have funny jokes. No, he's kind of like that funny guy because like those... he thinks he's funny. But he's not. Uh, but that's what makes him funny. Yeah, it's good. It's kind See what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I, I, I do. Like, I can, do. The band, you, can the band yeah. do stand-up? Hey, everyone, did you hear the one about... Like, no, no, he's not. No. Like, yeah. 
No. Uh, it but, depends. My, but. <laughs> it depends. Sometimes he's on fire when he's rapping and stuff. Like, well, no, has, but that's, he, that's he's not got funny. A skill set. He can rap, but that's not humor. Yeah, it makes me laugh. That's just yeah, talent. Right. You're right. That's the law. That's, that's, that's just, just talent. talent. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's, see, I that's told that is right funny. There. That is Damn. funny. See, that is see, good. That's see? what I'm saying. This guy's on But I was going to say, Babano, I was watching Beth Mowens the other day, and I know you do a Beth Mowens impression, so maybe that is funny, actually. <laughs> I just like that of all people you do an impression of is Beth Mowens. Give us your Beth Mowens impression, Babano. Oh, the Beth Mullins? All right. Yeah. And gets it inside and inside the 25-yard line. First down, California. There you go. There's a little Beth Mullins for us. <laughs> He's running, picks up a block, and inside the 25-yard line. Yeah, you're not emphasizing that. Beth Mullins. 25-yard line. Like, line. Yeah. Line. You get the, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's got that little... I don't know, there's a twang to it when she says that word, especially inside a 10-yard line. Touchdown, UCLA. I like that. She, she tries, and she enjoys She's it. Good. No, I like that. Into it. She's excited. No, i, I got to be honest with you. Like, everyone, like, you yeah, but so you've I, done a better impression want... of her before. You did a better impression yeah. of her before. I, say, I know I put you on the spot here, but you can do better. Yeah, that's tough, Marenzi. Like, you do that a lot. Like, even when I'm on the show, like, I usually deliver, but it's tough when you just come out and say, do that. Like, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. he's the one that tough. said how talented he was. I just yeah, actually, was like, actually, he did <laughs> say. It means I should be able to do yeah. Beth Mullins on command and make it sound well, good. That's right. Yeah, yeah, if you're Mr. Talent, you're damn right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Touchdown! <laughs> she did the game. What you, what game yeah, but Bano, you're on, you're on you're on your yeah. Twitter like giving like talking like Joe Tessitore is like the next coming of like uh, Pat Summerall. It's like slow down. <laughs> no, no, that, no, that guy drives me nuts. He's annoying, Tessitore. I'm gonna be annoying. I find him the most annoying uh, commentator out there. I can't even like when he's doing a game, I just lose my mind. I don't know what it is. It's just this the everything. It's everything. I he takes it too serious. Touchdown! No, it's just That's like it's what like, the yeah. Patriots were game. waiting for. That's the Pat Summerall. Like, it's voice. almost like That's a polished. horrible Pat Summerall impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was awesome. better. Yeah, it's nothing Seriously. like Pat Summerall. Seriously, Babano, yeah. you just told me you had talent. <laughs> now I'm thinking, I'm thinking the talent is gone. Where the hell did the talent go? <laughs> He's a one-trick pony. He can rap. He's a one-trick uh, pony. No, he's, he's got a few tricks. He's he's a three or four-trick pony, but he's... he can handicap hockey. He's good hit hockey handicapper. Yeah, he's good, 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 good. Tight Dang, handicap called basketball hat. right now too. Holy mackerel! It's been a good yeah. called basketball last few days. Yeah. Well, you're a great college. You're on fire now too. This is a great college. Well, I wasn't earlier in the year, but now I am. That's good. Uh, That's good. <laughs> <And> what's <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. What the hell's happening? All right, all right. We're going to get to the golf here. We're going to get, 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 get to the golf. I just want to see what happened uh, with the Utah Jazz game. Oh, I lost. I was on Denver. Utah covered. 115-109 uh, final score. Close, but no cigar. Yeah. Raptors win again. And, hey, that's... Um, They're above that 500 now. That that's nine bet. in a row to the over now. It's unbelievable. Nine straight Ramsey? Raptor games. Houston yeah, money over five hundred. How do you like yeah, that, call, matches, baby? Good Thanks, call, pal. Yeah, I made some mistakes, but that was a good one. It's amazing how you can suddenly score points when you get your entire lineup back. That's what's happened with the Raptors. Marenzi, can you believe that? Pro I'm going to be telling you something. I know, like, I don't do enough props on the show. I'll let you do them because I got to tell you, after tonight, like, we crushed them the other night. Fred Van Fleet has 19 points and finished, like, 17. Ah, 19. I I, I, I'm done with 
with that stuff. Like he all these guys fault like early. There was a lot of time yeah. left too. It was like eight minutes left. Twenty. I had over. Like, come. I had Wiggins off. over seventeen and a half. He finished with seventeen. The yeah, Warriors score eighty-two points are, tonight. Like, come on. Like, really? They're, they're so annoying, man. They're annoying. I took it on Your the boy chin Wagner right too. Yeah, Wagner gave us the old uh, Beethoven screw job there. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the old Beethoven screw job. <laughs> the old Mozart. The old Mozart yeah, steam yeah, job. Yeah, the old yeah, Mozart yeah, the steamer. Old Mo the Mozart steamer. Oh man, what the hell am I All watching right, so right now? So Gokster uh, says this. So Gokster, this is his five pack. Get 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 your golf guys pick. Yeah. Right. Okay. Me and Cam, yeah. ha, let me and Cam have a uh, wager. How many how many guys do you have, uh, Babano? Your golf guys. You have a long sheet today. How many guys? We have you a got? first round leader actually, but I'm he's got uh, one, two, three, uh, four, five. Only five today. Wow. Pretty okay, that's tolerable. Yeah, tolerable. Yeah, yeah, hit the under. Okay. I was thinking six and a half would be your total for your. Uh, I was thinking yeah. eleven or twelve. Uh, <laughs> Ghoster, uh, I'm serious. Ghoster's five pack. Yeah. Short of a six pack, but a five pack says uh, Sung J. Sung J M. Twenty five to I one. Like him too. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Reed. Yeah. He's on my list. Yeah. Cameron Smith. Oh God, I love this guy. Yeah. Here we go. Yep. Well, you know he's taking Abraham Answer. Abraham Answer? Did he really pick Abraham Answer again? God. Yeah, 30 to 1. We got to find out and, the real and, story. I think Abraham Siwoo Answer Kim. might have saved him from like a. And, and, and Siwoo Kim. All right, yeah. so your five guys are Sungjae, I'm him. Um, yeah, listen, you're throwing me up with your little nicknames here, Ghoster. Let's keep it simple, all right? Um, we got Korean's finest, Turkey. You know, I know. You know, <laughs> Joe Dirt himself, Charles Smith. All right, settle down, Ghoster. Save it for your radio show. Um, <laughs> but bad he's got three guys on his show now, Marenzi. Yeah, yeah three. that's good. <laughs> so, do, so do I, Babano. Thank you. Yeah, tonight we do. Yeah, tonight we do. <laughs> so, holy Mackinac. Only Babano yeah, use a holy Mackinac for, yeah, for a college basketball. I'm killing college basketball. All right, so what do you think of his five-pack? <laughs> I love it. I actually, it's so funny, Gabe. Like, I was just doing some research. I actually did a little bit checking out tournaments and stuff. I had a three-pack, and I added one. I put Cam Smith in there, too. Cam Smith, uh, he, he, he checks all the boxes this week. Good win player. Uh, Hawaii, he'll do well. Aussies do well in this type of tournament. He's 20 to 1 to win. I love that. Gokster, I love your pick, and I love Sun JM too. I'm gonna I'm not sure if I can gonna take him to win, but definitely for a top ten. And I have Patrick Reed. I have every guy that he has, but I don't have answer in Kim. I got three of the five. Babano, one, you know, Cam, we'll get Cam's picks in a second, the matchups and everything. What do you got for us, Babano? All right, we have Justin Thomas, nine to one. We have Patrick Reed, one of the uh the golfers that both that Cam and 28 to 1. Harris, uh, 33 to 1. Uh, you know, uh, Mark oh, 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 God. Oh, here we go. Uh, Coach it go. Oh, the uh, cable bill. Phone bill. Man, it's like golf, Cam. You just put it in a drink. You just put it in the water, Rabano. It's in a drink. It's underwater. Tell us the pitch. Hey, are 40 to 1. That's my Can't pick. It's not my, your golf guy's ripping me off. Tell him I want to. Hey, we couldn't hear anything you said because you, know, you were underwater. You were underwater. 
Start over. Uh, I don't know what, it what are your picks? Mark Lee. All right, here we go. Justin Thomas, eight to one. Yes, uh, we've that, got right. Patrick Reed, twenty-eight to one. Harris English, thirty-five to one. Leishman, thirty-five to one. Jason Kokrak, forty to one, and Taylor Gooch, forty-five to one. Wow, so I like your got. golf guys' picks a lot, actually. Holy jeez, Gabe he he stole my Gooch me. pick. He yeah, stole, he stole my Gooch my, pick. That's my Gooch pick. He stole my Leishman pick, man. He stole my Leishman pick. Holy jeez, what's going on here? Yeah, wow. Or maybe we're all just right. So what, everyone likes Leishman here? Just maybe good minds are thinking the same thing here. It's a fair point. Um, Cam? You're struggling. Uh, uh, Yeah, no, I will wait till the – when's the break, Marantzi? Babano's – You got two minutes. Oh, I got two minutes. Yeah, you can bring your pick. What's what's in your bag? Okay, let's go. Uh, You're like Mick. I hear the papers rattling. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, Gabe. Let's get my picks ready. Uh, Justin Fields, nine to gut one. Feel, <laughs> gut knowledge, yeah, yeah. My, golf my knowledge, golf knowledge, golf, golf, knowledge, golf, golf knowledge, bunker play. Uh, <laughs> Justin Thomas, nine. I uh, got Reed at twenty-eight. Leishman, uh, he's uh, thirty-five. Oh yeah, sorry, forgot Cam Smith at twenty. Uh, matchup bet: Sunjay Imam over Hideki Matsuyama minus one twelve. Uh, top five: Justin Thomas at plus one thirty-five. Can't take him top ten. Here's the top tens: Korak plus two forty. Cam Smith plus 140, Leishman plus 220, Reed plus 190, first round leader Phil Mickelson 55 to 1, and Tony Finau first round leader 28 to 1. Let's rock Marazzi. All right, you know what? I want to get into some of the um, some of the props. We talked about them earlier a little bit, and I like I like uh, where we're going with this stuff. So top Australian. Cameron Smith plus 160, Leishman's plus uh, 230. But get this, so Lucas Lucas Herbert's plus 475, Cam Davis plus 550, uh, Matt Jones 7-1. But whatever, between Cam Smith and Leishman, we take them both plus 160, plus 230, we make money. One of these two guys (laughs) going to win, Cam? Top Australia. Yes, yes. And you know what the thing is, and I actually like what Dubsy said, but I don't think Matt Jones is, but he's a, he's a good dark horse, but I like Cam Smith or Leishman. Definitely one of those two guys for fun. Top Asian. No one likes Hideki this week. He's plus 180. Sungjai is oh. plus 180. Siwoo Kim yes. is plus 475. We could take Sunjay and Siwoo Kim, right? But what about Sunjai plus 180? Seems like a good pick, that pick. Plus 180, top Asian. I love- I love Sunjay M. I'm going to add him to my top 10. I'm not sure if he's going to win, but I think he's a great pick this week. Top European. I like guitar. I love guitar. But King, what have you done by the fries? Super fries. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Imagine a ham on steroids. That's what Cam's cooking up. What's your ham on steroids, Cam? Well, I was telling Matthias, he's Hawaiian, right? I was like, I was trying to explain, because you know when you go to Denny's and they say Canadian bacon? That's strips of bacon. I was telling him about, like, female bacon, back bacon. Like, that's, it's a totally different bacon. I, I was telling that him. That bacon like, sucks. 
I love it. It's ham on steroids. You got to get the right stuff. Got to get the right stuff. Some of it's not a. Nah, it, it, I'm not down. Yeah, you're not down probably, with back bacon with cheddar. No, oh no, God, help me. No, it's so good. Back bacon nah, on a bun. No, save no. me, Babano. I know it's it's a Dundas. Come on, Babano. You love this no, stuff. Just it's regular so bacon, Babano. None of that back bacon. No, that I like regular thick bacon ass too. Stuff. No, that's regular. I love bacon. it. I don't mind I like the maple tinged bacon. You like that stuff? The oh, maple, maple's good. Maple, oh, yeah, maple, maple bacon. Is good. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, man, you, you don't know any Canadian back bacon. Come on. I do. I buy it I by the brick. I honestly don't. Of yeah. course you don't. I'm... Wow. I got a real, uh, this is a tough crowd here. Tough crowd. <laughs> I, better call, I better call Bob and Doug McKenzie. That's what I was thinking. Take off, eh? Yeah, take off, eh? You don't like my brick of back bacon, hoser? Get bent. <laughs> you and Babano do need back Let me bacon. ask you, like, do you, do, do you eat real, do you use real maple syrup, Cam, or, uh, or like, this, the, the, the fake, the, I, the crap kind? I, I, Aunt Jemima? I used to, I used to drink maple, maple syrup, Marenzi. I can't do it anymore, but I, I used to do... You used to drink uh, it out to, of the bottle. Oh, God, I used to love that stuff. But I'm going to tell you no Not Aunt Jemima anymore, Babano. <laughs> no, no, there's no Aunt Jemima. That's right, Basically, that's right. Take, oh, yeah, we're politically you correct. Take, you, take, you know what you do, Marenzi? You take the real no, stuff no, no, with the Mrs. Buttersworth, and you, and you fuse it together yeah. like a parlay. Mrs. Buttersworth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, there's no Aunt Jemima. No, you're wrong. No. Uh, I feel like I'm dealing with Meryl again all over again, like last night. I, uh, I wait, 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 you don't like the Redskins? Get real. Oh, you guys are killing me, man. I'll stick around for right. a bit. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, okay. Yeah, we'll. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen Gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.